0: Good afternoon, Tuscaloosa. Good afternoon, Tuscaloosa, Internet World, West Alabama, wherever you're watching the program, downtown Northport, right here for me. I am a couple miles away from the Brian Denny Stadium. We're here for a football Friday. We're here for a football Friday, and we're very, very excited. It's gonna be the first weekend. Oh yes, the first weekend where high school football, college football, and the NFL are all in action. So we are excited. You have made it. You have made it. Oh, and I just slung my pen. That's how excited we are. Didn't mean to do that. I got another pen right right there. That pen will work just fine. Welcome into the program. It is the Joe Gaither Show right here on Bama Central And BamaCentral.com, you're watching us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. I love each and every one of you. I appreciate you guys so much. You're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Amazon. We're going to have a fun, maybe shortened Football Friday edition. i got to run out to a meeting here in just a little bit. We're going to plan the rest of our football season right here on BamaCentral.com with my man Chris Walsh, Katie Wyndham, and Austin Hannon. So we've got to get out to a meeting in just a little bit for that. But... For now, you're here on the Joe Gaither Show, and we're going to have, what, one, two, three, four, four different topics to get into for today. All football, well, yeah, all football-related. Maybe one is football-related. We'll just kick off with that. Well, actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what we want to do. We're going to start with the weekend's viewing material. Everything that you can watch this weekend if you are looking for Alabama-related content. Okay, so uh, we all know Alabama is still, what, eight days away. We're kicking off next Saturday against MTSU. Gonna be a big old beatdown in Brian Denny Stadium. Cannot wait for that, but If you are looking for Alabama Connections or Alabama football to really watch this weekend, we have got you covered right here at BamaCentral.com. We just put out our newest recruiting rundown, and that will be our focus for the very, very beginning as four Alabama Crimson Tide players are in action on ESPN this weekend. If you got ESPN or if you know somebody who does have ESPN, I know every time, you know, maybe not everybody's favorite channel all the time. Ugh. Get the Little League World Series off my television, please. Hello, Miss Julene. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Julien It is so, so dang hot. And that's one reason a lot of the football games around here in Tuscaloosa are getting delayed till 8 p.m. tonight. If you are going to a high school football game tonight, double check. Double check your times. Because, golly, the heat is so brutal, awful, disgusting heat. You feel like you're swimming when you're walking around in Tuscaloosa, swimming through the humidity and the heat. Gross. But if you want to stay inside tonight, if you want to stay inside this evening and watch some Alabama football or Alabama football-related content, you can watch Sarah Land Spartans. The Sarah Land Spartans are taking on the Lipscomb Academy Mustangs. Yes, at 7 p.m. on ESPN, and you'll be able to see Alabama commit Ryan Williams. Oh, my gosh, he is the dirtiest player. Oh, my gosh, he is so filthy good as a wide receiver for Sarah Land. He's just a junior. We've talked about it on the program before. A little bit of a speculation or whispers or rumors about Ryan Williams reclassifying into the 2024 class. He could help this Alabama football team right now. Right now, he could. He is that daggum good. He is incredible. So so fast. So so quick. Uh, agile. Good hands. The man can play wide receiver. And for Sarah, for the Sarahland Spartans, he's going to be the engine driving them, probably, likely back to the state uh, to the state championship game. I'll just go ahead and say it. They're definitely, oh gosh, they're the the 6A favorites. Again, they won 6A last year, beating Mountain Brook in the state championship game. They've got quarterback K.J. Lacey. K.J. Lacey, who is a Texas commit. You can watch he and... Ryan Williams tearing things up on ESPN tonight. Alabama still in on KJ Lacey, but, uh, you know, he's kind of waiting and seeing what the Tommy Reese offense will be before he decides maybe if he wants to flip his commitment or not. But that'll be tonight on Friday night. If you're not going to a high school football game this evening, and you want to watch some Alabama-related content, you want to get familiar with Ryan Williams, you've seen his YouTube videos, you've seen his highlights on Twitter, and you've seen you know all kinds of stuff, you can watch it at 7 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, Central Time. If you're uh, watching us in other, si- other time zones, it's going to be 7 o'clock Central Time. Sarah Land Spartans against the Lipscomb Academy Mustangs. So 7 o'clock, you'll see KJ Lacey and Ryan Williams. We'll see if we can flip KJ Lacey, but really the huge star is Ryan Williams. And Sarah Land, Sarah Lynn, they're just going to play good football anyways. They are the 6A favorite. Uh, they are uh, they're really good, so they're worth watching tonight. Uh, Next up, next up, okay, look, Uh, look look ahead to tomorrow and you see, uh, you pull up college football scoreboard and you look through the matchups and oh my gosh, they're really not that good matchups. They're really not not that many good matchups this weekend. Uh, Obviously Vanderbilt and Hawaii are playing at 630. So there's your little SEC connection on Saturday. Uh, Navy and Notre Dame probably taking... The biggest marquee game, uh, I guess, for, for, as far as brands go. They're going to be at 1.30 on Saturday. But look, you don't want to watch any of that BS. You don't want to watch any of these bad football teams. You want to watch some, some Alabama football commits, some prospects. At 3 p.m., you want to watch some, uh, watch some Alabama football commits at 3 p.m. on Saturday. You can turn your television to ESPN and watch St. John Bosco play St. Thomas Aquinas. St. John Bosco over there in California. And then St. Thomas Aquinas down there in Broward County, Florida. I think St. Thomas. Are they the Dolphins? I think they are the Dolphins. But you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get Peyton Woodyard if you are familiar with Peyton Woodyard at all. Or if you're not familiar with Peyton Woodyard, you get uh, a you, you get a uh, Peyton Woodyard four star safety, and he's gonna be taking on St. Thomas Aquinas at. Three o'clock tomorrow on Saturday, so you're looking forward to seeing him. Now, look, you go in, you're, you're like flipping around, watching the ESPN, you're watching all the programs, you're watching all the football at nine o'clock on Saturday, closing down your evening. Nine o'clock on Saturday, you're gonna have Julian Sayan taking on Zabian Brown. You'll have you'll have Carlsbad, California taking on Carlsbad Lancers taking on the Modern Day Monarchs at nine p.m on Saturday. So look, you're going to get both the Alabama commits on each side of the football. And you're really going to uh, probably going to be some high-level football, California football. So look, four Alabama commits, Four Alabama commits on national television this weekend. Sarah, starting on Friday night, Sarah and Spartans. Uh, Sarah and Spartans are taking on uh, taking on Lifestone Academy at, at at seven tonight. And then tomorrow, three o'clock, Peyton Woodyard is going to be playing. And nine o'clock, you'll have Julian Sayin versus Xavier Brown. All right, so there's top, topic number one. Topic number two, we'll keep it nice and tight, nice and quick, because I am still I am running late. uh, I'm running late for for my meeting. Uh, What a quick thing. Yesterday, bad news, bad news. You had Jerry Judy. Oh, my gosh. He cannot stay out of his way. He cannot get uh, off his bad luck. Jerry Judy expected to miss several weeks with a hamstring injury. With a hamstring injury. Uh, Hold on one second. I'm going to respond to all my friends waiting on me. One thirty. There we go. All right. So just a couple more topics here. And thank you all, everybody, for putting up with that little nonsense. Uh, you can follow us right there on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Joe 6. Okay. Jerry Judy cannot stay out of his own way. Tragic, terrible. You've got the Denver Broncos already losing Tim Patrick, losing Tim Patrick to at Horn ACL. Jerry Judy was supposed to have probably have a kind of a make or break year for him. And Jerry Judy just cannot stay out of his own way. i uh, say so. So look, you've got. Uh, Terrible, terrible yesterday. Pulls up lame with a moderate hamstring injury and is expected to miss several weeks. So terrible for Jerry Judy. Look, as he was going into the NFL, look, I know Devontae Smith got all the – Accolades for being the Heisman Trophy winner, and kudos to him, absolutely. But you know the rideouts with you know the rideouts with Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Jerry Judy. For me personally, during their Alabama days, Jerry Judy was absolutely my favorite. As I think Jerry Judy's feet are just otherworldly footwork. I think his footwork is absolutely incredible. For a wide, for the wide receiver position, and it just has not translated to the NFL, whether it be a terrible quarterback play with, uh, who's the kid from Missouri, who, Drew Locke, Drew Locke, who was there for a little bit, and then you have, obviously, Russell Wilson, who had a ter- bad year last year, dealing with a bad back, dealing with a broken back, potentially, but Jerry Judy just cannot get his NFL career going. Devontae Smith clearly, Devontae Smith clearly being the number one receiver out of those four, with Jalen Waddle being number two, Judy three, and then by default, unfortunately, Henry Ruggs number four. So look, we're praying for, for Jerry Judy. We're hopeful that Jerry Judy will uh will have a you know will, will have a bounce back, we'll be able to recover from his injury quickly and be able to contribute. As really, there's a lot of pressure on the Denver Broncos this year to bounce back from last year. Under head coach Sean Payton, you're going to really, you know, obviously the offense will likely be look a lot more competent. Oh, Jerry Judy just cannot stay out of his own way. And yesterday tweeting a laughing face emoji, probably out of frustration, probably out of frustration because he's never really had major injuries. He's never had major problems, but it's always been little nicks, little knocks, hamstring injury here, foot injury there. I think he had an ankle at a different time. Jerry Judy, just uh, bad luck being dealt to him all over the place. And maybe it's the Denver altitude. That might be a foolish take. But uh, Jerry Judy, hopeful for him to get out of his own way and really fulfill the potential that you saw from him at Alabama. Really, really. I mean, obviously, Devontae Smith, the next year, his senior year, winning the Heisman Trophy is incomparable. But while they were all here, all the four of them were here together. Ooh, to me, I know they were all playing paper, rock, scissors for uh, brotherhood routes and trying to get touchdowns. To me, Jerry Judy was the most talented and most skilled of those four wide receivers during their Alabama days. It just has not translated. just has not translated to the NFL very, very well. And so, I mean, obviously, Jerry is uh, Mr. Judy's cashing checks, so that's a positive thing. Look, he had a little bit of a legal incident with an ex-girlfriend. Just been minor a series of minor things minor problems uh for jerry judy in the nfl it, it continued yesterday on the practice field with a uh, pulled hamstring so he's going to miss several weeks according to the nfl reporters and we hope that he's back full speed very very soon the denver broncos could use him all right so uh let's flip it real quick to very very local If you are watching uh, tonight, if you're looking around in West Alabama, if you're watching WVUA tonight, you are going to see my ugly mug on television with our friend Gary Harris. Gary Harris of Tide 100.9 and WVUA sports director has invited me this year to be his in-studio guest and I am very, very honored, very excited to do that. I've never done any television. I'm looking forward to uh, being a part of WVUA. Tonight's game of the week is going to be uh, County High. Tuscaloosa County High is taking on Central in their rivalry matchup. It's going to be at on 15th Street. Game starts at 8 p.m. tonight. Come join us over on 15th Street and uh, make sure you're tuning in tonight at WVUA 23. I think my, uh, I think my time slot's going to be right about 11 p.m. So it'll be late. i Understand that, and no problem if you are asleep already. But I'm looking forward to being a part of that for the first time this year, uh, and that's 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 going to be. I'm a little nervous about that, just to, to be honest with you guys, but I'm excited to take under take, take a new project underway and learn a new skill uh, under the direction and guide of one Dr. Gary Harris so I'm really looking forward to that look the other games going on tonight Hillcrest is away Hillcrest is getting their season started away Brookwood you got William Sanders Alabama commit Brookwood is taking on Holt Brookwood should especially behind William Sanders sh- should steamroll Holt. Now Holt's going to look a little bit different under a new head coach this year. I know that they've just tried to implement some uh some better processes and some 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 standards over with the Holt Ironmen. But I expect Brookwood to take a, a, a clean victory tonight over there on Veterans Memorial Boulevard if you're going over to Holt uh Holt High School to see William Sanders. Uh otherwise you got Gordo and Sipsi Valley are taking on one another right here in Sipsi Valley We'll see if Lance Cormier Jr LJ will be able to take down the Gordo Green Wave so I'm really looking forward to kind of hearing about that matchup. I got a friend or two going over to that game to see uh, to see what LJ's got. you know you all know Lance Cormier from his time pitching here at the University of Alabama and obviously in, uh, in the majors with the Atlanta Braves and several other teams. Lance Cormier and his family living in the Tuscaloosa area now. Lance Cormier is uh, in charge of CrossFit Candor, CrossFit Candor, a, a, a gym, uh, a local gym around town, and his son will be playing quarterback for the Sipsi Valley I think the Bears, Simpson Valley Bears, I believe they are. Uh, So so they're going to be uh, taking on the Gordo Green Wave tonight at 8 o'clock. All right, uh, last thing, we're going to flip it to soccer, real quick. Soccer will round us out for the day. I apologize for the short program. Uh, We're just kind of in a busy mode, and I'll prepare my Fridays a bit better in the future. Uh, But here we go. Alabama soccer yesterday gives up its first goal of the season to Lipscomb. But... Alabama wins three to one. It puts three goals in the back of the net behind Isabel Smith. Isabel Smith putting two away, and then of course, uh, of course, you have a, oh my gosh, just just escaped my name. Uh, the the super Gianna Paul. Gianna Paul. Thank you. Gianna Paul scoring the fourth, uh, the third goal for Alabama, putting Alabama up three to one, and then uh, three to nothing, and then Lipscomb scored to make the make the goal uh, to make the score three to one. So, you have Alabama still undefeated, undefeated in its first three games, 3 and 0. You're going to play Memphis on Sunday. If you're going looking for action right here at this Alabama Soccer Complex, Alabama Soccer Complex at 7 p.m. on Sunday, Alabama taking on Memphis. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Please jump in and join us. Uh, my man, Will Miller, and myself will likely be over there for the uh, for centralcom We encourage you guys to follow us at bamacentral.com for all the Alabama Crimson Tide coverage. Looking forward to kind of getting that going on Sunday. But the ladies taking care of business three to one yesterday against Lipscomb on the road. So two road games, two victories. You've gotten what a one a a two to nothing game, a one to nothing game, and a three to one game. So the girls have been under control and in control for the early part of the season. We'll see if they can keep it going against Memphis on Sunday, right here at the Alabama Soccer Complex. All right. So look, we're going to leave you kind of in a lurch right here. We're going to do a show. Uh, we're probably going to do another five, four or five minutes. If you have any comments, you can jump in and leave, or any questions, comments, queries, questions and complaints. You can leave them in our comments section right there at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Joe Gaither six. You can find me on the social media machines yesterday we were in the nailer stone media room with dallas turner and darian dalcourt uh darian dalcourt is pretty much seems like he's locked into the right guard position uh after playing center the last three or four years it seems like seth mclaughlin has you took our jobs he took his job and darian dalcourt fitting in at the right guard position as tyler booker is moved over to the left guard position during fall camp to help out one Caden Proctor, uh, so we're really excited to kind of see how this offensive line looks. The offensive line sounds like it's really taking shape as a fivesome, if that's a word. Foursome, fivesome is fivesome a word. <laughs> you've got you've got Caden Proctor, Tyler Booker, Seth McLaughlin, Darian Dalcourt, and J.C. Latham as your first five right now for the Alabama Crimson Tide, and it sounds like Darian Dalcourt and the guys are really excited to stay in this mental, uh, to stay in this. Physical focus for Alabama's offensive line. I asked that, uh, Darian yesterday about kind of the RPO because the re- the reason behind my question was because I feel like Alabama, the last couple of years, especially under Bill O'Brien, has gone to the RPO, putting a lot of pressure or a lot of faith in the hands of Tua Tungvaloa, Mac Jones, and now, and now Bryce Young. Which is great. Those guys are great. Those guys uh, handled that very, very well, obviously throughout their time. But in doing so, I the, my, my my motivation for asking about the RPO was I wondered about the offensive line firing off the football, driving uh, driving off the football consistently and physically. Because you know, with the RPO, if it's a pass, you can get called for illegal lineman downfield. If they go what three or four? I, I think it's four. I think it's four yards. Uh, if you're a legal lineman downfield. And so I wondered if too much RPO being mixed into the offense with Bill O'Brien was affecting the physicality of the Alabama offensive line. If everybody's worried about getting too many men down the field or illegal linemen down the field, I wondered you know, if those philosophies were affecting really just kind of the nasty attitude, the attitudes of the offensive linemen. Now, Darian Dalcourt gave me kind of an interesting answer. He said, even if it's an RPO, we block it like it's a run. Period. We block it like it's a run and we let the quarterbacks decide if they want to pull or if they want to pull and pass or if they want to hand it off and leave it as a run play. I found that to be interesting and I don't know if that's going to be a difference from last year to this year or if that's been all if that's always been the coaching point. But Darian Dalcourt sounded like he's ready for the season. And got really uh, and, and was really really excited to. I, I think he's excited to take on the new challenge of right guard. And really, let's think about him for a second in the NFL. Right guard's going to be about where he is. He never got low enough from the center position. He was probably a little too tall for the center position in the NFL. Seth McLaughlin might be a little undersized, but Seth McLaughlin, his technique is incredible and it's impeccable. And I and I and I think that that is really uh, what has giving him the edge on the offensive line, his technique. And I think that he probably is a little more confident in the calls and in the in the adjustments along the front, up, up front with the Alabama offensive line. All right, we'll flip it to the other side. We also heard from Dallas Turner. We heard from Dallas Turner, and look, I love listening to Dallas Turner because he seems like he's very, very comfortable uh, up there in front of the podium. He seems like he's very uh, comfortable Talking to the people. And yesterday, you know, he talked about his Jordans. He's he talked about his Jordan cleats and kind of talked about Caleb Downs being a dog and saying, uh, you know, that he's really come with it. And he talked about Yancey Pierre and Keon Keeley being be, being with it and, and really stepping up as, as freshmen. I think I think uh Dallas Turner is going to be a really fun player to follow this entire year. I know Dallas didn't really have a great year last year. Kind of maybe was overshadowed and maybe was part of the defensive scheme issues, which I think there were many defensive scheme issues really related to the fact that the the defensive line didn't have great depth. Uh, And so Dallas Turner and Will Anderson had to handle really filling in some of those depth roles uh, along the defensive line. I think this year Dallas is going to really just be eating on the edge uh, as an edge rusher and really just creating havoc in the backfield. Uh, So I'm really excited to – Mike, I'm not going to be – oh, yes, 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 Mike. uh, It'll be on WVUA. Uh, I think it's going to be on WVUA's uh, channel – uh, YouTube channel. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I'll get more clarification on that from Gary Harris here for, pretty soon. Uh, Gary Harris, Mr. D- is he's hosting Football Friday for WVUA. I think it begins at 1030, uh, and I believe you can see that online, but I'm not 100% sure uh, we'll be following all the Tuscaloosa area games, and I'll be focused more on County High at Central. Uh, appreciate your interest, and thank you for your comment. I think it's going to be on WVUA's uh, Facebook or YouTube. I'm not 100% sure. I know that Gary will repackage it and post it on his Twitter as kind of a standalone YouTube video if you want to check that out. I don't know if it'll be live, but I know it'll be available very, very soon. And lastly, okay, uh, where was I? Oh, uh, Dallas Turner. Excuse me. It's been a a fun morning getting everything ready for today. Dallas Turner, I just think he exudes a lot of confidence. He exudes a lot of confidence. He kind of let it slip a little bit yesterday that, oh, since this is my last year, oh, is this your last year? Uh, but you never know what's going to happen. You still have eight months. Uh, you, still have, mm, you still have six months or so before De- before uh, Dallas has to decide that, what, August, Sept- August, September, October, November, December, January. Yeah, six months until he has to decide whether it is his last year or not. But obviously his talent is incredible. His talent is impeccable. The last thing on that note, you had NFL mock drafts get put out yesterday by ESPN, by the draft heads. And you look through. I think I, I believe it was our guy Mel Kuyper. You look through the first fifteen picks. Four Alabama players in the first fifteen picks: J.C. Latham, Dallas Turner, Kool-Aid McKinstry. And who was my fourth? Who was my fourth? I'm not sure. I, I'll have to uh, i have to go back and find that. It's been a it's been a heck of a morning. I'm sorry for the confusion there. But Alabama, look, I'm excited. Eight days away from Alabama taking on MTSU. We'll be inside the stadium for BamaCentral.com. You can follow us at BamaCentral on all the social media machines, at BamaCentralSI on Instagram, at BamaCentral on Twitter. We love and appreciate everybody's attention. Uh, We are the Sports Illustrated home for Alabama. Look, tomorrow night, uh, to re- really, the next the next two days, is going to be focused on high school football. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Sarah Land is taking on Lipscomb on ESPN. If you want to watch Ryan Williams, you can do that. Ryan Williams and KJ Lacey will be on ESPN at 7 o'clock tonight. Then tomorrow, 3 p.m., Peyton Woodyard. Al- uh, safety from St. Bon- St. John Bosco will be taking on St. Thomas Aquinas at 3 o'clock on ESPN. You'll be able to see the four-star safety Peyton Woodyard. And then at 9 p.m., you'll have Alabama's really superstar member, the, the, the crown jewel of the class, Julian Sam, will take on uh, moder- the modern-day Monarchs. And you know modern-day has Xavier Brown, four-star cornerback. So you'll have four Alabama commits on ESPN this weekend. And then obviously you'll have the action going on with college football, Vanderbilt in Hawaii at 630, USC, uh, San, San Jose State at 7. If you have the Pac-12 network, you got, oh my gosh, it's just, I mean, it's here, but it's an ugly slate. Week zero, Navy and Notre Dame, they're playing over there in Dublin. Notre Dame's probably going to beat the brakes off of them. You'll see Sam Hartman. But then we'll get really into college football action next week. Next week, I've already got a great week playing I've got Eric Anders joining me on Monday. Eric Anders, a former Alabama linebacker, is serving as the honorary captain for the MTSU game. He's going to join me on Monday. We're also going to interview Darren Mustin, Darren Mustin, who is also the other Alabama honorary captain, former Alabama linebacker as well. He's going to be – I'm going to interview him Monday evening, and I'm going to play that on Wednesday. Then on Tuesday, we're going to be joined by Alabama – by MTSU staff writer Stephen Doughton is going to be joining us on on Wednesday. Yeah, is that is that the, my correct name. Yeah, da, 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 da. Sam, Sam Doulton, not Steven. Sam Doughton, MTSU staff writer to hear about the uh, MTSU Blue Raiders. So we got three guests already lined up. We're still trying to get with uh, Jamie Phillips. Look, the Yale Alabama guys are busy. They are so busy and he's trying to get a, a time slot on on the program. He has wide open range for me, but he's very, very busy trying to make Alabama Athletics some money and trying to make Yale Alabama some money and trying to get some money into players' pockets. So Alabama Athletics continues to win. So we're still venturing to get Jay McPhillips on the program, and we will still do that as quickly as we can, but he's just a very busy man. Yay, Alabama is a huge project, and he is really – and you know how how new businesses are. If you don't know how new businesses are, they consume your entire life to get, get getting them going. So I appreciate everybody sticking with us on the program. I'm sorry for the shorter episode today. Uh, We are going to be on WVUA 23 tonight at 11 p.m. I'm looking forward to being with Gary Harris for Football Friday. Come see me at County High, uh, well, at Central. County High is playing at Central on 15th Street. We're looking forward to watching them and really getting the season going. I cannot wait for it. I love you all. Please follow me at JoeGaither6 on all the social media machines. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon. Subscribe on the Bama Central YouTube channel everywhere. We, we, we appreciate you guys. And really, you guys are why we do it. Football season is here. Go check it out a game tonight somewhere in your high school area. Stay cool. Golly, the temperatures are brutal. Watch all the prospects on ESPN. Watch the college football on Saturday, a little bit of NFL preseason on Sunday, and really just be excited about the season being underway. I'll be back on Monday with Eric Anders. Eric Anders, former Alabama linebacker, he forced the fumble, the Garrett Gilbert fumble, in the 2009 Rose Bowl to win the national championship. Oh, yeah, that Eric Anders. Oh, and he's knocked out a bunch of bad men, bad men in the UFC. So we'll talk to him about ultimate fighting. We'll talk to him about Alabama football and just the start of the season as he is the honorary captain. He is one of two honorary captains, and we'll have both honorary captains, Darren Mustin, as well next week on the program right here on the Joe Gaither Show on Bama Central and BamaCentral.com.